Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. All right, so we are uh, we're back. It's the True Transformation Podcast with Josiah Novak, and I have a special guest with me today, Alex Goff, who you may have heard of or seen uh, if you've been a part of our programs in the past year. Uh, Alex joined the team uh, in the early part of 2020 uh, and has been uh, our, our head coach for clients inside of our coaching system. And uh one of the things that we had discussed as a team heading into 2021 was doing more things together, getting more people on our team involved in our podcast and our YouTube and all the things that we put out for people who follow us on social media and uh, email and all that good stuff. So uh, I wanted to get Alex on the show, finally made it happen. And uh, it's perfect timing because Alex's son had a birthday yesterday. And today we're talking about three hacks as a parent to get lean. If you're a dad or mom and you're listening to this and you want to lose weight, you want to get in shape, we want to give our three top tips for you to not only get lean, but also stay lean. All right. Live this lifestyle. And so without further ado, let me welcome Alex to the show. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I was actually, uh, I guess I was trying to think of, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess how, how I wanted to step into this. And um, one of the things that I just mentioned at Josiah before we jumped on here, um, I'm really, really excited to be on the podcast, on the live here. Um, this is something that for me, you know, for a long time now, this is something that, uh, you know, I've spent uh, days and hours and, you know, just all of my time sitting at work, uh, you know, grinding through the job, doing, you know, lifting, training, walking, everything, uh, listening to the podcast. So, you know, I a long time listener. So getting to be on, it's kind of a neat, surreal feeling. So uh, it's pretty cool, but I appreciate you. Uh, let me jump on here. It's definitely exciting too. And, um, you know, just as um, getting more involved with the group, like you said, uh, you know, kind of connecting with everybody, but just taking the opportunity to, um, you know, to, I guess really expand that reach and to really continue to grow that reach and shed some light on just some topics that hopefully are going to help a lot of people. Um, in their personal lives and in the way that this podcast helped me and mine. Uh, I'm definitely excited for that opportunity. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. No, this has been a long time coming. And, uh, you know, for the clients who are listening, you know, people who've worked with us, you're really familiar with Alex. You see him every week on our coaching calls. Uh, and uh, you, you put out tremendous information to our client base, man. So I'm excited for the people who aren't clients yet, uh, who just listen to the show, or interact with us on social media or on email uh, to start getting insight into more of what we do as a team and as a coaching group. Uh, because really our specialty is helping guys like ourselves, right? Uh, guys who have kids who are dedicated to creating a better life for their family, for being the best version of themselves that they possibly can, for showing up in all the areas and arenas of life that they participate uh, as their best self. And so I know when we, um, talk about fitness and the journey that is fitness and transformation. Uh, you and I have a similar background in terms of where we started, right? We, we, we started at a place where we weren't happy with how we looked, how we felt, our energy and our weight and all those things. And you lost a, you know, a ton of weight. Um, I lost a lot of weight and we have experience in that, in that area. And so I know a lot of people out there listening who are, you know, just now kind of 
getting introduced to us and learning about what we do, their parents already like they, they have kids and they oftentimes feel like, man, I just don't have enough time. I, I don't have, you know, the energy or the space in my day and week to make this happen. Right. I, I feel like I'm taken away from my family or, you know, the important things that I need to get done if I'm putting a lot of energy into my fitness. So what I wanted to do today, and I know you have some stuff prepared and so we can start going through it, but what I wanted to talk about is some of our top hacks for parents who really want to make a change and not just one of those temporary biggest loser type of changes where they do something quick and they try to just get the weight off really fast and then get back to normal life, but something that's permanent, something that completely changes everything about how they look at fitness, how they look at food and all that. So I wanted to give some real actionable uh, stuff today for people to take and start to use right away. So I figured you could kick it off, man. Um, what, what would you say for parents listening out there? What, what, what would be the first thing you would suggest for those who want to get lean while having to deal with, you know, family and kids and whatnot? Yeah, man. Uh, so I guess the first thing that I was thinking, you kind of segued in there. It's a good segue into it from what you said. Um, a lot of the struggle there is initially when you're busy, you're working. I mean, if uh, there's a lot of people working multiple jobs or just working, you know, especially with the world being the way it is today. Um, if you have been an essential worker or whatever through this crazy past period, um, you work at a lot of extra hours. A lot of people are, um, and you know, it can really create a grind, but it's one where, you know, how do I balance my professional life versus, uh, my family life with, uh, workouts and, you know, taking care of myself and prioritizing my health and getting lean with that. Um, so with that in mind, one of the, I guess, one of the first points that I had on here also was, um, you know, not necessarily approaching it from a perspective of separating and compartmentalizing these things. You know, a lot of times we want to say, okay, I'm going to balance work. I got to balance fitness and I have to take care of my family. That doesn't necessarily all have to be divided. Obviously, you've got to do your job. But I guess the, the piece of actionable, actionable advice here would be to uh, get, your, get your family involved. That, that would be the first thing. If you're looking at this from a perspective of, you know, how can I prioritize my health more? Well, don't say, okay, I've got to put my family on the back burner so I can go take care of my health. They need this too. And chances are, if you're dealing with the struggle to begin with, if you're trying to work with your kids, if you're, or, I mean, if you're, if you're worried about your kids while you're trying to prioritize your health, um, you're looking at this from an angle of a, as being a responsible parent. You know, you're, you're trying to be responsible already at that point. So you're trying to be the best parent you can be, but also take care of yourself. So the, what better way to do that than to take care of yourself and be a better parent by including that on them um, or including them in what you're doing. So uh, that would be the first thing, get your kids involved with it. Um, a point that I had on that, that I was, I, I've talked to some of our clients about and something that's just always been a big thing is I feel like, especially, you know, with you and I coming from where we were, um, you know, coming from a history of being overweight, struggling, um, things like that, just for a long time in life. I think a lot of things that a lot of parents run into now, even those who are going through this transformation, who are actually taking the steps and they're trying to do this and they're trying to prioritize that. Um, I think we're inadvertently teaching our kids and an oh shit response. 
Um, it's, you know, we're, we're setting them up to realize, okay, you eat like crap, spend your life doing that. And then you'll hit a point where you say, oh man, I need to get back on track. Let's do this. So again, we lead by example, you know, they're going to watch everything we do and they're going to mimic that. So if we spend our lives abusing ourselves and then say, all right, I'm going to flip the switch and we don't bring them along whenever that switch is flipped, then they're going to do that. They're going to abuse themselves throughout life. And they're going to hit a point where they're going to have to say, oh man, okay, now let me do what dad did and get back on track. Let me figure out this health thing. And it's like, start now, get them involved now. It's going to help you prioritize it without separating kid time and personal time. You'll be able to kind of combine the two, but you're also going to set them up for a more successful future because they're not going to have to, you know, redirect later in life to avoid colossal health issues, they'll already be set up for a much better life without all the struggles if you kind of have that focus going into it. Yeah, dude, I love that. I, I especially resonate with that, with the first part of what you said in terms of um, don't think about having to separate everything. Because I used to, I was guilty of like when I, when I first found out I was going to be a father, you know, my first initial thought was, man, you know, not my, not my first initial thought, but like when I started thinking about all that was going to change, I started to think, man, my gym time's going to be gone. You know, all this, all this food that I have to prep and all these things I have to do to stay in shape are going to be, you know, completely turned upside down. And uh, sure, definitely things changed, right? When I had kids, especially when I had my second kid, but uh, it's never been more apparent to me as I've gone through the different stages of early fatherhood uh, of how important it is to include your kids on all the things that you do, right? From cooking in the kitchen, healthy food, to working out, to being active. And also, you know, just talking to your kids about how certain things make them feel. You know, my son had a birthday party uh, this past uh, weekend and, um, he, one of my, my oldest son, uh, who was not the birthday boy, but you know, his younger brother was turning uh, five, you know, he had some sweets, he had some, some stuff that we had at the party and his stomach started to hurt. And he was like, dad, you know, my stomach really hurts. Like, and, I, and, and it was an opportunity for me to be like, Hey, yeah, you know, this is kind of what happens sometimes when daddy eats bad food. This is why I don't really like to eat a lot of sweets because it makes me feel like crap, you know? And I was like, Hey, you know, I won't eat any more crap if you don't eat more crap. And he was like, okay, dad, like we kind of like had this discussion. Right. And, um, instead of just, you know, separating kids from fitness and being like, Oh yeah, you know, let me make sure my son's okay. And don't take the time to educate him. I don't want him to think about food too much. I included him in my thought process around it. Right. Same with, uh, working out, you know, I have a little garage setup that I use and instead of being like, Hey, this is my time, you know, just leave me alone. Or, you know, let me try to like fit it in when they're not home. I just throw on the music and let the kids come out and, and get active with me. Right. Obviously, you know, stay out of my way. Don't get hurt. But like, I'm going to show you stuff. I'm going to teach you how to do push-ups. You know, you can hit the heavy bag, you can do whatever you want and just get involved. Right. It's super, super important to, feel like there's some blurred lines there, right? To make sure that everything we do, and I'll talk about the point I wanted to make in terms of how, or one of the hacks I would use, but it's super important from the get-go to think about, like you said, how can we combine what we do as a family with the goals that I have with, with eating and, and training and all that stuff. 
Um, the more you already put up the, the blocks in between and the walls in between, the more you're setting yourself up for failure, right? Because it just doesn't have to be that way. And you're going to get frustrated if you already have this notion that, you know what, I can't do both, right? I have to pick one or the other. It doesn't have to be that way. So I, I love that, man. The point I wanted to make, um, the second hack that we could throw out there is keep it simple. Like keep your fitness stuff super simple. And what we mean by that, and we talk about it in our programs, we call it true 90, but it's having a, a, a few habits, routines, and rituals that are what I call the big rocks, meaning they're going to give you the most bang for your buck. And you don't have to go out and have this complicated, you know, super hard to follow plan that requires you to do, you know, X, Y, Z around the clock and constantly be thinking about this, that, and the third, you have a very simple strategy that gives you the same results you would get by trying to follow a complicated plan, right? Dialing it into the point where you go, okay, these are the three or four things I got to do every day. They're going to make the most, or even every week that are going to make the most return on my investment, right? So in our case, and, and I'm sure you would agree, the three things that we talk about doing uh, the external stuff that we talk about doing one is movement, right? Getting your daily movement in. And this is a great opportunity for you to include your kids. I mean, I have flag football practice tonight where I coach our son's team and I'm out there running around with the kids for an hour. I mean, I, I probably get 5,000 steps just from that one hour of coaching, right? So that's just one way that I can combine my movement strategy, which is just burning calories, keeping myself you know, active on my feet with what I do as a dad. The second thing with uh, our meals, right? So obviously creating meals that the family loves that are also macro friendly, higher protein, calorie controlled, but tastes good so that the, the wife, the kids or your spouse and your kids, they, they have the same level of desire to eat that food as you do. Or you can create things for them that they like that, that fit your calories. Right. So it doesn't have to be like, I mean, you could obviously separate your meals out if you absolutely have to. In some cases, you might sometimes. But in a general sense, like if you go out to a restaurant, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm not eating because uh, I'm on a diet and I'm trying to lose fat. You could be like, hey, I'm going to eat something, but I'm going to have to control how many calories I eat, but I'm still going to enjoy a dinner out with my family and not have to stress about it. Right. Keeping our focus around calories and protein keeps it simple when it comes to nutrition and allows you to enjoy a normal life with your family. Right. And then of course, the third thing, which is muscle, we talked about a little bit, but you know, showing your kids, uh, unless they're babies or something and they can't work out, but like showing your kids how to train, use it as time to educate them. Like, Hey, daddy's going to, you know, I'm training my chest today. This is what I'm doing. Maybe they're interested. Maybe they're not, but either way you open the door, uh, for them to get involved. And if your spouse wants to get involved too, it's a great, uh, date opportunity to go to the gym together, right? Go to the gym together or work out at home together even if you're doing your own thing, right? Um, me and my wife do this sometimes on the weekends. We take the kids to the gym. They go to the kids center uh, and her and I go work out for you know 45 minutes. She does a lot of her own stuff. I do some of my stuff, and we're, but we're in the same vicinity, right? We're spending time together. That's a great way to combine what you have to do with your workouts and you know time with your spouse. Or you know think about it like this. You don't have to put out hours and hours and hours in the gym. If you have to separate yourself from the family, three hours a week or three 45 minute sessions a week of training can be more than enough for most guys who want to get in better shape. So you don't have to take away people think, oh, I'm going to spend so much time away from my family. You know, I can't afford to do this. Well, 
I think you could take 45 minutes and invest it in yourself three times a week to be able to show up for your family as your best self. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and that's a really good point. That was uh, one of the things that, you know, I was kind of thinking about, um, especially with the whole, uh, idea of get it, the, you know, getting them involved is, um, it's, it's unfortunate that there, that disclaimer has to be posted of don't make your infants try to lift weights. Um, but you never know. I mean, we are in a very crazy world. Um, so it's one of those, but it's like, you know, obviously when you get the kids in there, you want to get them involved, you get them uh, working with certain things, but that being the case, um, and you know, again, is it, you'd made the point of, you know, just kind of getting involved with the flag football and stuff like that um, by getting them involved as well they're, they're tough to keep up with. They, you know, kids can be hard to keep up with. So by doing that, you're just going to increase your own activity level. So that's, it kind of doubles down for your benefit, but um, all that in mind, you know, whenever you're training with the kids or they're out there um, you mentioned, you know, obviously stay safe. Don't necessarily get in the way. We'll do some different things you can do. That doesn't mean that every time you lift, they should be present. Uh, I, I personally believe that there is a, an, an immense amount of value in personal so, uh, solitude, you know, having a little bit of your own time. And for me personally, that I, there are those days where it's like, all right, I'm going to the gym and it's uh, Hey, you know, let's come out. You'll work out with me. We'll do some things. I'll show you some stuff. We'll knock out a workout. Then the next day is going to be like, all right, y'all hang out. I've got to go do this. And it's because I've got to get in there. I have to get my intensity up. I have to be focused. I can't have that distraction. And it's because during that time, there's a little bit of some self meditation that goes on, you know, you're, you're kind of connecting with yourself, which is just as important. So, um, you know, prioritizing your own personal self going into that. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a huge point, man. Um, I do think that self, the word selfish has been utilized in such a negative light for so long that people, when they think about working out and eating well, you know, they think about like a Spartan bodybuilder or something that, you know, isolates him, him or herself from the world and transforms and comes back to real life after, you know, going off to some imaginary camp or something. Right. And that's not how it really works. Um, in order to be healthy and fit, uh, and this is my third hack, and I'd love for you to share another one too, but in order to truly, like we talk about true transformation, right? What does it really mean to have a true transformation? In my eyes, it means creating a routine and rituals and habits that you wake up every day and go, I can totally do this the rest of my life yeah. that serve you and your family right? That serve you from a health, energy, physical perspective, as well as a mental and emotional perspective. These are traits and habits that you pass on to the next generation. That is a true transformation. It's not a 90 day program where you're a fit person for 90 days, and then you go back to Netflix and Doritos for the rest of your life, right? And it's not something that you can't sustain. And I think one of the biggest hacks I can tell dads out there uh, is you have to adopt the mentality that fitness is not a race. Fitness is not an event. Fitness is forever. It's something that when you decide, hey, I'm, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to take care of my health. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fix my energy. I'm going to get my, my hormones fixed. I'm going to get my body right. It's a permanent decision. You know, it's, 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 it's a contract you make with yourself. Like, hey, I'm going to take care of the one body 
that I have been given. And I'll tell you what, man, like you talk about, I love what you said about, it's going to be hard to keep up with the kids once, once they start getting going, because I literally had this moment a few days ago where I was watching them play soccer and I'm like, oh my gosh, they've been literally running around for an hour straight, like very minimal rest. And I'm like, I need to like up my training because I'm not going to be able to keep up with these dudes because they're out there just like machines and it's inspiring. Right. But it, but it's something where you go, man, for the next, you know, 30 years of my life, which, you know, hopefully God, God blesses me and my family and we have a healthy next 30 years, but like, I'm going to have to up my game if I want to keep up with these dudes. Right. So my permanent focus has to be on taking care of myself and, um, you know, that gets us out of this mindset that we have to become this uh, rip jack dude in 90 days. We just have to adopt the habits and rituals that allow us to live fit forever. And that's a little bit slower sometimes uh, of a process, but it's a permanent one. And you'll ultimately win out over the course of the long haul because you have the approach of, hey, I'm not doing this just to look good for a week. I'm doing this so that when my kids are 30 and I'm 60, I can still go on runs with them. I can, I still go live with them. I can still, you know, play pickup basketball with them if they want to, whatever it is. And then when they have kids, I'm the grandpa who's out there, you know, when they're, when their kids are five and six playing soccer, I'm 65, 66 out there playing soccer with them. Right. That's what we got to adopt in terms of mentality. And, And I think the mental game is something that is lost on a lot of hacks and tips lists and all that stuff, because we always want to get the, what's the best recipe? Oh, what's the best supplement? What's the best arm workout? Like, yeah, that stuff's cool. And it's awesome. I love it, man. I love it. I talk about it all day, but we got to get the mindset piece right there alongside of it. So that that drives us forward on those weeks where we don't want to do this. Right. Um, that part is super, super, super important. Yeah. That, uh, that long-term that's, that was actually, so that was another one of the points I had on here as well is really shifting to that long-term mindset. Um, one of the things that whenever you're talking about it, it kind of came to mind that made me think about it. Um, so just as far as um, are a big factor in the long term is also while it comes with making sure that it's sustainable and something you can keep up with for a long period of time. Um, I think that focusing more long-term actually helps with um, positive mindset and staying consistent. Um, and so one of the best thoughts that I had about this, just considering right now and full, uh, full disclosure on this, I have no knowledge. Like I, my knowledge, I'm still trying to grow there. Um, but with the world being, um, what it is with, you know, stocks are kind of the big thing right now. Like everyone's getting involved with stocks and starting to think about them. Um, that being the case, you know, if you look like whenever you're looking at and you're checking the stock market, you're checking daily stocks. If you think about it, if you switch to the one day view on the stocks, the, the line's going to be up and down. It's all over the place. And you would look at that and wonder, how can anybody predict anything that's happening here, right? How can any of this really make sense? So you back it up to a week. Now it's a little bit less all over the place, right? It's a little bit more stable and consistent. Back it up to a month. Okay, now we're actually starting to see a a solid trend. Back it up to that year, five years, whatever. It's like, I see the direction that this thing has run pretty consistently. And that just kind of, it throws into perspective that if you're looking everything short-term and you're only focused on the short-term, 
you're going to see so much failure along the way. If you look at anybody who any of our clients who've done this and you want to pick them apart hour by hour, day by day, there's constant repeated comments of I slipped up here, dropped the ball there, didn't hit the market. We get it. I mean, it happens consistently. But when you back up and you look at it over the week, it's like, but yeah, you still had a really solid week. You back up and look at it over a month and it's like, you had a fantastic month. Look at it over a year. It's like you lost a hundred pounds, you know, whatever it is, you know, you've lost a significant amount of weight. So uh, along with the long-term lasting you and I actually allowing you to stick with it. I think that um, looking at things too short-term and setting your goals up for too short-term you're going to get defeated before you ever actually achieve anything. You have to develop an overall trend. And by looking at things from a more long-term angle, you're definitely going to see, be able to develop a better trend there and uh, stick to your goals long enough to actually see them through. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point, man. Especially now with the stock market doing absolutely <laughs> terrible and my portfolio just getting absolutely crushed. Um, I, I have to remind myself that, you know, that same lesson all the time, because it's like, you know, if I had bought Amazon stock, you know, 10, 20 years ago or whatever, you know, I would be extremely well off right now. Right. Like I, but if I had only bought Amazon stock this year, right. Maybe I wouldn't be, maybe I would have lost money or maybe just gained a little bit. Right. And I would have gotten discouraged. But when we, like you said, I love that when we back out and we go, Oh, let's look at the month picture. Let's look at the six month window. Let's look at the year window and see, what do the trends look like? The most successful, you know, clients we work with, the people who have kids who, you know, say, Hey, I, I want to take care of my life. I want to, you know, put my foot down and this is the missing piece that I need to figure out. If you, like you said, if you zoom in on their 24 hour progress, you know, you might get lucky one day and find a perfect day, but most of the time you're going to find a lot of imperfections, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, yeah, I wasn't great on my calories today. I wasn't great on my protein. But the more we zoom out and say 7, 10, 20, 30 day windows, the more we see the consistency. And that is such a big deal. This is why I hate social media in a lot of ways. I love it to death because it's it's provided for me and my family and we've helped thousands of people. But I hate the comparisons that take place on social media, especially when you're a parent. And I'm sure we've all been there, right? A long day with the kids. That things don't go great in certain areas of life. Maybe you have an argument, whatever, you're stressed out, you're tired and all you want to do, maybe you did stuff your face with pizza, right? Who knows? You get to the end of the day, you log on to social media, you start scrolling and you see all these people that seem to have it all together, right? Maybe me, maybe you look at me and you go, oh, he's got it all together. He's, he's an online business owner, right? But I'm like, dude, if you came and walked the mile in my shoes with my family, you would see that we have the same exact struggles as you do. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like this podcast. You know, I think about, you know, the first time I went on a bigger podcast and how I had all these big expectations and I thought, man, I'm out of my league. You know, I'm totally out of my league here. What am I doing? And I get there and it's like, wait a second, this is normal. This is they're normal people just like you and me, right? They don't do anything special besides be consistent, right? They're just consistent with being a podcaster. And so I have no reason to be scared because I'm consistent with being a podcaster so I can hang out and do what I do, right? And, and we can all be on the same level and same playing field. All you're seeing on social media when you're a parent who's struggling to lose weight, struggling to be consistent, and you see this guy who's got five kids and a 10 pack, and he's just got, you know, 30 inch arms or whatever. And you're like, what, what am I doing wrong? Like you're comparing your chapter one to this dude's chapter 30, right? Like you're looking at someone who has probably put in 
years and years and years of consistency who, like you said, with the stock market, his portfolio has probably struggled in certain windows, but over time, he just consistently showed up, invested in himself. And now you're comparing your early in, early stage to his late in the game stage. So we have to really remember that there's two things we compare ourselves to. One is our old self, right? Are we getting better than the guy? Not yesterday. I don't like to like compare myself to yesterday. Like, cause yesterday he might've been perfect, <laughs> but like yesterday is not a good one. But if you look maybe a month ago or, mm. or six months ago, like a year ago, for me, I always look a year ago. I'm always like, what was I doing a year ago? Okay. I'm better than I was a year ago. That's good. Right. Cause year after year, I want to improve. It's enough time to see real improvement. Right. So am I better than I was a year ago? Awesome. And then the other thing you compare yourself to, and I don't mean necessarily compare, but you imagine you start to take your thought and you make it reality is your future self, mm-hmm. right? What am I aiming towards? And I write down or think w- about what I'm going to do. And I'm going to think it into fruition. I'm going to make it happen by taking those thoughts and applying it to action and getting after it so that I have a trajectory that leads to success. That's the only thing you should be comparing yourself to or imagining yourself as that's it. Right. And as a parent, that's so important because man, I know there's so many moments in the day and the week and the month where you get stressed and you're just like, I'm not good enough. And I gotta, what am I doing wrong? You know, Oh, I'm just a failure. And so we got to remind ourselves of that. And um, yeah, I think if you can do that, your mental game is going to be really well dialed in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so they, I guess that being um, trying to think, um, I guess uh, you know, looking at it from an angle of <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought a little bit there. Um, <laughs> We're dropping so much gold. Yeah, it's just too much, man. No, uh, <laughs> no, um, but no, it's you know, kind of that with the, going with the comparison thing. Uh, that was something that I talked with actually. I uh, talked with a lot of our clients about on our group calls last night. Was um, you know, a lot of times whenever that judgment comes up, I, you know, we had it. We t- we touched on a little topic of uh, accepting and or uh, receiving and letting go of feedback. Um, and that would be kind of part of that comparison thing, right? So a lot of times, like whenever you're going through this whole process, you're going to have that, um, you're going to have people who are going to maybe indirectly or not, not specifically slight you. Uh, hopefully, everyone that listens to this, you're not hanging around people who are going to, I mean, may, maybe you need some who are going to walk up and look you directly in the face and tell you where you're absolutely sucking in life. You know, those are good friends, but uh, hopefully you don't have complete strangers who are living their life. You're not, you're not in a situation where they just walk up and dog you out day to day. But uh, you know, a lot of times you are going to receive an end you know, a slight something that somebody's going to say that maybe is going to deflate you a little bit um you know, things along the way where it's like somebody will make a comment of um one that i actually heard recently somebody had made a comment of you missed a spot um you know and it's like they'll make that comment to somebody who it's like all right this person's been training for a long time they're slimming down they're losing weight they haven't lost the belly yet right and we all know that that's that stubborn spot you can't spot reduce it it's just all got to come down um but they'll make like some comment of oh you missed a spot and it's like yeah, that was a joke but it's like that person's busting their ass to get where they're at. And you just kind of took that away from them a little bit. Right. And so it's, but receiving that hearing it. Okay, cool. Let it go. Um, on the flip side, receiving a compliment. A lot of times people they'll come through like, dude, you look insane. You're incredible. You've made so many changes. You look like, you know, excellent shape. And it's like, that's great. 
don't let that success slow you down either feeling like I have arrived, I've made it. Now I can finally start coasting a little bit. You don't want that. So receive it and let it go. Um, But that whole concept kind of going back to what you were saying, as far as the comparison and everything is they're processing you. They, They are analyzing you on a snapshot. They're not analyzing your journey. They haven't seen the journey. They don't see what you've done to get to where you're at. Again, they're looking at your your day stocks. They're looking at your day, you know, your day adjustment there. They're not looking at your one year trends. They're not looking at the ups and downs from that course view. And they can't, you know, they they really couldn't. But it just kind of goes back to the whole comparison. Don't put yourself under that same microscope where you're comparing your snapshot to somebody else's. It's like, no, let's you know, compare overall portfolios, look at the length of time is a huge factor of it. And then you kind of, yeah, it definitely puts things in perspective. But, you know, as far as that whole thing, just keep in mind that whenever anybody, you know, the compliments that we get, they, they usually come from a single snapshot in time and it's, there's not a full picture. So you can't build yourself one way or another on that. You can't hang your entire success or, you know, everything you do on one person's feedback from that moment in time. Dude, I love that, man. We, we, uh, we, this podcast is incredible. Um, I, I think that for the parents out there that are listening to this, um, just remember, I mean, when you invest in yourself, you're investing in your family too, right? Um, I don't look at my workouts and I know this is like, it's not easy to remember this stuff like every workout, right? So don't think that I go into every workout like this absolute warrior, like, yeah, I'm doing this for my family. Like oftentimes I'm just like, God, I really have to do this right now. Okay, great. Let me just hurry up and knock this out. <laughs> my kids are screaming, you know, I got to put them to bed here in 30 minutes. Let me go crush this run or something, whatever. It's not perfect every time. Right. But overall, when you look at your, your upcoming month and your past month and you go, man, I, this, this is how many days I worked out. This is how consistent I was in my food. Just remember you're investing in the people you love. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know we've, we're, we're coming off a crazy year. There's still some craziness going on, but I feel like we're headed back and hopefully in the right direction. And, you know, health has never been more of a valuable thing. Um, and it's something to where if you're healthy and you're taking care of your health, or if you're working on your health, like you should be applauded for that because it is the most valuable asset you have. Um, without your health, there's not much else you can do. You know, I mean, if you don't have your body and your health taken care of, well, good luck doing anything else because you're going to be handicapped in a lot of ways, right? You're going to be, you're going to be struggling just to get to square one. So you're investing in yourself. You're investing in the next generation as a human being. Um, I think that's one of the best things you can do. Uh, and so give yourself a round of applause and don't be afraid to celebrate when you have been consistent. It's cool to be excited and pumped up about the wins. I do it all the time. And I used to feel guilty, like, oh, why am I you know, celebrating doing all my workouts this week. Like I should just, that should be the standard, but no, you have to, man, you have to, because you know why? Cause you're going to get down on yourself when you don't do it. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta balance those scales. Um, and you gotta be willing to give yourself that pat on the back when you are doing what needs to be done. That's something that is lost in a lot of today's society. So give yourself that, that, uh, you know, positive affirmation for doing that. Um, but anyway, so this has been a killer show. We, as I knew we would, we went way longer than I had planned, but this is, um, this is incredible stuff. And I hope that those listening got a lot out of this. Um, if you did get something out of this, uh, all that we'd ask is leave us a review, like the show, subscribe to the show, wherever you're listening, Spotify, iTunes, Google play. If you're watching on Facebook, 
Awesome. Um, just let us know that this show is valuable by leaving us a review and subscribing to the show for future episodes. Um, if you want to connect with me and Alex and you want to learn more about how we help guys, especially parents, guys who have a busy career, have a busy personal life, who feel like fitness is the one missing piece in their life and they're sick and tired of feeling overweight, lack of confidence, low energy, and just poor health, and you want to get that dialed in, uh, our Lean Body Formula coaching system is where you should start. And you can go check that out. We'll put links in the description of the show, but you can check that out over at the truetransformation.com forward slash coaching. Um, Alex is going to be a weekly uh, uh, co-host on the show moving forward. So I'm excited to do more of these. Would love to hear what you guys think. I'm sure it's going to be all positive, really pumped up stuff. So excited for that. Um, but in the meantime, make sure you check out the program. Make sure you subscribe to the show. And remember, life moves fast. Make it count. Till next time, Alex and I are out. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.